Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Ken Miller Show. It's a Wednesday here on 1700 KBGG, and for that fav, for that matter, everywhere, uh, wherever you are, welcome to the program. We're here for the next couple of hours, noon to 2, talking local sports with you. David Kaplan coming up, uh, 1220. We'll talk to Cappy. He's brought to us by our friends at heartlandflags.com. Time to get that new MLB flag or that college flag that you want to fly, whatever sport, whatever team, and more than just sports, heartlandflags.com. Cappy will join us. He spent last week uh, in Arizona covering the Cubbies and watching them as they go through their final uh, preparations before the team heads north. He's coming up at 1220 as he is each and every Wednesday, and we're appreciative of Heartland Flag for making that possible. Uh, 1240, Mark Morehouse, Cedar Rapids Gazette. Uh, The Hawks are underway as far as spring football. Kirk Ferentz met the media yesterday. Some nuggets came out of that. We'll discuss those with Mark and I'm sure with Trent as we open up here in the the next couple of minutes. In the one o'clock hour, we've done the Vikings. We have done the Chiefs. We have done the Packers as far as some of the moves the Local teams have been making what we have until today uh, not done anything on the Chicago Bears, a team that's arrow to me anyways, is clearly pointing up. And the more I think about this team, the more I think that they might be one of those teams to come from nowhere and fight their way into a playoff spot, which is music to my co-host here. We'll get to that <laughs> in a moment. And then at uh, one thirty-five, Shelby Mast. Back to the brackets we go. 16 teams left. Shelby Mast. Uh, you can read them at USA Today. You can see his bracket uh, in the weeks leading up to the selection Sunday at bracketwag.com. We will uh, talk to Shelby about the Sweet 16 through most of those games. And Trent, a region out in Boston is bracing itself for a nor'easter uh, a really bad storm uh, that has just started and for those fans who are trying to make their way to watch their you know their teams play and it's pretty good Villanova West Virginia Texas Tech and Purdue maybe a little tricky getting into Boston but uh, we'll talk to Shelby Mast how are you I'm doing well I'm uh waiting for these games though it has been it's a long week isn't it and it's we've only it's been two days. It's been two days, but it seems longer. I agree with yeah. you. Yeah, and you know the the Friday slate's better than the Thursday slate because it's left side of the bracket, yeah, right side right, of the bracket. Right, right. So it's, I feel like maybe we'll get to Thursday and it's like, all right, can we get to Friday? <laughs> or what, we'll get to the final game. Would it, would it kill you to have a, a good game? Right, right. Let's hope that's not the case. Which has the chance to be the biggest, the most lopsided game on Thursday in your mind? Ooh. And I will kind of disagree with you a little because I think A&M Michigan's got a chance to be really good. Really good there. I hope. Yeah, I can see that one. That That's, that's the one, the one yeah. of the four mm-hmm. I'm most excited about. Me too. Florida State just doesn't excite me much. Nor, nor me. I, I've seen them. They're... Yeah, good for Leonard Hamilton. Yeah, and he but... certainly cashed in this tournament. The yes. bonuses that he's got. Loyola Nevada. I mean, it's... It's it, a nice story. It's a nice story. And Miss, Musselman, rather, is a, 
I mean, he marches to his own drummer. Yes. You've got to give him that. Which is a good thing. I guess. Yes. And the Loyola story with Sister Jean. Yeah. Um, and, and Custer. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's kind of cool. And, of course, the, the shot that he hit to send his team uh, into the Sweet 16. Pretty cool. But but I know where you're coming from. It, it, on paper, and thankfully they're not played on paper. hate to use that cliche, but maybe we'll get some drama, Trent, just when yeah. it's least expected, right? I would say in terms of what could be a blowout, I could see Kentucky just run away from K-State. Well, Wade's going to play. Yeah, but a lot of times guys coming off injury, you don't know how it's going to be. I I could envision that one being... He's their best player. Dean Wade is their best player. 81-62, final just in. Just something ugly. And we don't have as many games to be flipping around this time. No, we sure don't. it continues to dwindle after that. I uh, heard an interesting pool. I w- didn't get in it this year. You you missed an opportunity I, I missed a pool. to participate in some pool or fantasy. But it's you've been in NFL eliminator pool, right? I have. And just you pick a team just to win. Fun pool. All, Point spreads are not involved. Nope. All you got to do. But once you use them, can't use them again. Can't use them again. Right. Well, similar fashion for the NCAA tournament. Starting with the six sweet sixteen. No, start. It starts with the round gotcha. of sixty four. That's why I missed this one. But you uh, choose four teams on Thursday, mm-hmm. four on Friday, two on Saturday, two on Sunday, mm-hmm. then one with the Sweet 16. And somebody was asking me for some input of who they had left. But I said, uh, I might have to set one of those up. It sounds uh, pretty you, fun. And why couldn't you start it now? You could. That's that's a good call as well. Because everybody's brackets kaput. Right, right. I bet you'd get some interest if you wanted to do that amongst your friends because yes. everybody's out. Well, and all my friends are degenerates like myself, I so. Know. That's why you hang out. That's why you're, they're your friends. Exactly. We are cut from the same cloth. Right. We Birds of a problems. feather. Yes. Right? Uh, that's kind of an interesting poll. I, I like that. Yeah. I do, too. I'm, I'm certainly doing it next year. There's no right. doubt. Right. I'm, I'm going to put that thing together. But they they said, well, I'm down... If I take Texas A&M here, you had both Texas A&M and Michigan left. Do you take the coin flip there and and then go on? Do you just yeah. try to advance and use? I think he still had Duke available. Yeah, just mm-hmm. yeah. that's the fun or part. Do you of those save pools. Duke? That, yes. yeah, that, that uh, makes you think a little bit. Yes. No doubt about that. Well, a um, couple of things. Let's save Iowa for a second because we've got Mark Morehouse on Iowa today. You no know, Iowa State guest today. We only got two. Uh, <laughs> don't want to overuse them. Um, Lindell Wigington is going to take a path that's available to him. Mm-hmm. He's going to submit the paperwork to uh, kick the tires on the NBA draft. He is not going to hire an agent. He's a really good player. He's got a, he's got more of an NBA body, in my opinion, than Trey Young does at this point mm-hmm. at a similar age. Um, Trey Young is is a lottery pick by all means. I think at the very least, Trent. Iowa State fans should brace themselves for the 2018-19 season in all likelihood, not knowing if there's going to be a nagging injury or anything like that. Uh, should brace themselves for the fact that Lindell Wigington is probably not long-term in Ames. I do believe he'll be back next year. But when you heard that Wigington is going to submit his paperwork, um, I'm not surprised one bit. And this is not like it was before where you can only do it once. Mm-hmm. We, we have to, again, reiterate that where... There was a rule in place, and I don't how, remember how long it, it was. It wasn't too long ago, I don't no, think. No, but if you put it in as a freshman, if you went again as a sophomore, you had to go. Right, which made no sense that no. they would limit you to one. Right. Now, I'm waiting to do it this year, mm-hmm. come back, do a sophomore, come back, junior, come back, and play a senior season. You, you can do it all three years. And, and for a guy that's even on the fringe, and that's what Tyler Cook at Iowa, Lindell Wigington, 
at best they're looked at, maybe they could get a, a two-way deal, a second-round pick at best. Yeah. But you go to these workouts, and Lindell Wigginton, we saw that athleticism. He was a better athlete than I think even I expected coming in. I expected him to be a good athlete. He's real good. Mm-hmm. You know, he's He's got athleticism to him. He's not quite as big as I anticipated he'd be. I thought he'd be more 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, He's five. what, 6'2"? He's listed 6'2", I think. Yeah. He Physically, I mean, um, build-wise, you could th- there's on that frame, there's room to get bigger. Yes, absolutely. I'm not sure there is with Trey Young, significantly bigger. Right, right. Wigington's got uh, genetically a better chance, I think, to... to... Through the shoulders, he yeah, can get to see Yeah, you're right. It. Yeah. And, and the arm, sure. Yeah. Yeah. That, that he'll have a chance to do that. But you never know. You know, you go through some of these workouts and it seems um, usually two, three guys a year... Yeah. Oh, this guy's better than we anticipated. And and you and I, when we were, you and me, and yes. I know it's not grammatically correct, but it's don't want to confuse the Panthers. When you and I spent time looking, when Cook made himself, when made it known that he was going to kick the tires, mm-hmm. and we went to your drafts, your NBA draft, what yeah. is it, draftnet.com? What yes. is it? NBA draftnet. Uh, NBADraft.net. NBADraft.net, right. So we were looking for Cook, and then we didn't see him, and then we were looking for Cook the next year, and we didn't see him in the next year. Mm-hmm. But uh, lo and behold, Lindell Wigington was on the 2019 list of memory serves and yep. late in the first round. So it's not, you know, it's not ridiculous that uh, that he's doing this. This is the right thing to do for him. He's a damn good player. Mm-hmm. And I have no idea what the, you know, is, is as far as how many point guards are going to be uh, in this year's draft, is this a, you know, when we talk about the NFL, oh, it's not a good year for receivers or blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. Is this a good year for to be a point guard submitting your name into the end? I don't know that. I really don't. I don't pay enough attention to the NBA draft. Maybe I should, uh, but I don't. Um, so I don't know that. But I, but Wigington was in there in 2019, if memory serves. And uh, on their top 100 prospects, and this is across all levels, this also includes European players. Right now he's listed at 92. Dropped 11 spots from uh, from the last update, which I think was about a month ago. So okay. he dropped a little bit at the end of the season. But here's some other point guards that are up there. Colin Sexton, Alabama. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Trey Young, as you mentioned. Uh, Shea Alexander, Kentucky, who mm-hmm. has got to be moving up. He, he, in fact, was 12, and this was updated on the 9th. Well, yeah, his arrow's <laughs> pointing up. Absolutely. The way that he's been So playing. is Sexton's, and he's already at yeah. one. Right. <laughs> Uh, let's see, who else do we got here in terms of point guards? Aaron Holiday from UCLA, Troy Brown from Oregon, uh, Shamit from Wichita, who's just a sophomore, uh, Jerome Robinson from Boston College. I mean, that's in the top 30, so there's six guys right there. Plus, Wigington wasn't a point guard very much this year compared to mm-hmm. what most people anticipated this well, year. Well, and he's going to have to be. Yeah. Does Does that create a... A sticky point next year for Prome. As to where he plays him, knowing that this is probably going to be his last year and in the best interest of the player to get him ready for the professional level, you play him at the spot he's going to play at the next level? Interesting question, Trent. Very good one. We saw this with a pretty prominent team in our market in the Big Ten in Michigan State this year. Miles Bridges Mm -hmm. playing the small four because that's what he's going to want to play at the next level at the NBA. So continually, instead of playing him at the four, Michigan State was good this year. They should have been great. And with Miles Bridges as a four all season long, I still think they're playing right now. And I think that team probably would have less than the five losses that they ended up having this season. Do we see something similar happen to Prome and, and Ames? And it's got to be a talking point. And, and then you couple that with Weiler Babb. You know, and you've heard the rumblings out there. 
he's been injured going back to the summer, not mm-hmm. exactly, I don't know, confident with some of the treatment maybe that he's got there. There's continued talk about that. This uh, this is going to be a talented team, but not sure exactly what the makeup and the construction of how you put this team together, how that's going to look too. Well, they got a really good incoming class, and uh, uh, we'll we'll see. But I agree with you. But that's a very interesting point that you bring up as to how Promo will use them next year. Let's do real quick on the Hawks. I will save the football for Mark. Uh, we knew Brady Ellingson while we were on the air yesterday that he was, although I'm not sure it was official till after we got off or right, right. around that time. Uh, but Ahmad Wagner is going to leave basketball and take up football, where apparently Ohio State was very interested in him should he at the time be willing to commit to playing football as we know that he didn't he wanted to play basketball he ends up here Trent uh, if if in his best case I think is to play football at the University of Iowa not having to transfer and still have a couple of years left to play right if he plays football he's got two if he plays football here two leaves he's got one that doesn't make a lick of sense to me it it but didn't, but didn't you? I'm, I'm sure I saw that. That's how I read it, too. But then I talked to Tom Caker a little bit, and I was listening to his podcast, and I think he was almost a little bit confused with it. I think we need to get interpretation deeper because I believe you, though, yes, he could be on the football team for two years. One of those would have to be a redshirt year. You can't play sports for five years. I didn't think you could either. That's So... So then if, if you're going to be a red shirt here, the, but because the, the point behind it was the only way that this would work out the best for him is if he stayed here because then he wouldn't have, have the red shirt. Right. He'd have two years, two years to play. But I don't think that's right. I mean, I, I, I very well could be wrong. And we don't run well, into this. Obviously it doesn't a, make sense, though, right? It, no, it doesn't. I agree with you. But it has to do with the fact that he's changing sports. Or is this one still... would. No, because football wouldn't be in the same school year. Mm-hmm. If, if you play football and then go to basketball, that's right. one thing. Mm-hmm. We saw the kid names to that. Stevie, uh, Stevie Johnson, Johnson yeah, yeah uh, did that. John uh, Butcher. Butcher the future. <laughs> <laughs> in the Wayback Machine. In the Wayback Machine. Yeah, I need some clarity as well. Well, Mark Morehouse is going to be here at 1240. Maybe he can help. David Kaplan's going to be here next. That's good. It is good. Uh, he's brought to us by our friends at Heartland Flags. When we come back, we will talk with the cap man and look forward to doing that. Uh, we'll pick his brain on the Cubs, on the White Sox. What else for cap? We're going to do some Bears later on with Jeff Hughes, but we'll get some Bears talk. Did you hear me, by the way, uh, in the open? Um, I'm starting to really like your Bears team. Really like them? Now, I don't think they're going to win the division. Am I going to be the one to, to pull you back for the ledge of the Bears this year? Like, like it's, it's the Chicago Bears. Yeah, I know, I know. And they were the Cincinnati Bengals. Yes. I'm not saying that the Bears yes. are going to win the Super Bowl. They're better team. They're a better team today than they were. Well, we got a full summer together. This I know. Year. We only had a month last year. Yeah. I'll have a summer to remember. This is the Chicago Bears organization we're talking about. I hear you, man. I hear you. We'll take a time out. We'll come back with David Kaplan. He's next. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I till 2 on 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Tiki Barber. And Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom. 
Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M industrial pressure washers. Mighty M built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. Texas Roadhouse will be hosting their annual luncheon benefiting Special Olympics Iowa on Thursday, April the 5th at participating locations throughout the state. Come anytime between 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. to join Special Olympics for a free lunch served by local law enforcement. The organization and officers just ask that you make a donation to Special Olympics when you stop in. Lunch includes pulled pork, a side roll, and a choice of tea, pop, or water. Texas Roadhouse is a longtime partner of Special Olympics Iowa. All donations made during the luncheon will go to support athletes with intellectual disabilities in Iowa. Participating locations include Ames, Urbandale, Cedar Rapids, Cedar Falls, Coralville, Davenport, Sioux City, Council Bluffs, and Dubuque. Bring the entire family for a tasty meal and great atmosphere, all in support of Special Olympics Iowa. Showplace Kitchens is now Showplace Cabinetry Design Center. We're changing our name to better represent what we do. What is it, you ask? At Showplace Cabinetry Design Center, we create beautiful, functional environments with cabinetry. Whether it's a remodel, addition, new construction, or even refacing, the designers at Showplace Cabinetry Design Center are eager to help you create a showplace of your very own. Come see us at 3200 100th Street, Urbandale. Nobody knows paint quite like the pro, and nobody appreciates pro painters quite like the Home Depot. During Pro Appreciation Week, March 19th through 25th, Pro Extra members get special discounts on top pro brands, like 25% off all bare pro paint. Nobody beats our prices, guaranteed. And that's especially true for pros. Pro Appreciation Week, only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Available in-store while supplies last. Must enter Pro Extra phone number at checkout to receive discount. Guys, Trent Condon here again for New Leaf Wellness. Warm weather is going to be here before you know it, and if you added some pounds during the winter, New Leaf Wellness can help you. Great treatment programs designed specifically for you. I'm on the GAC and Mick. It has helped me not just lose weight with my energy level, no more lulls in the afternoon. Give them a call today. Set up a free, no-obligation consultation. 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Let's feel better together with New Leaf Wellness Centers. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Well, it's that time of year again, tax time. Not all tax firms are the same. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services, located in West Des Moines. Not only am I a tax pro, but a certified financial planner as well. We can discuss tax savings ideas and financial services when we meet. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. Give us a try. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services. You can help plant the seeds of hope in the heartland. Imagine how an at-risk child's life can change when one small act of kindness leads to an entirely different path. Wildwood Hills Ranch is transforming the lives of at-risk children, one heart and one child at a time, through year-round character, leadership, and teamwork training. Frederick Douglass was right. It is better to build strong children than repair broken men. Help forge a path by sponsoring an at-risk child today. Learn more by visiting wildwoodhillsranch.org. 
Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. Sports talk for real sports fans. Oh man, I love it! I love it. You Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. HeartlandFlags.com sponsors our next guest. He's David Kaplan, who didn't get his uh, vacation paperwork filled out on time, Trent Condon, therefore was not approved on the Ken Miller Show. Ah. They might have, ESPN 1000 might have made it uh, possible for him to go on vacation, but not you and I, and he joins us uh, from tr- some tropical destination. Cap, thanks for coming on, pal. How are you? Um, good. How are you guys? Doing pretty well. Well, I want to go back to last week. Uh, well, you're never home, by the way. You caught you just before you headed to London to watch a soccer game. Last week, you're in Arizona. You're running around to Washington doing basketball. You ever get uh, just, you know what, I've had enough travel. I want to stay home for a while. Uh, no, I'm pretty good. I like to travel. But now with baseball here a week from Friday, I'm pretty much on lockdown mode. I think I'm going to the Masters for two days. Because I don't have a game that weekend. Other than that, I'm around. So it'll be cool. No, no real traveling until July. You know, since you're going to the Masters, Cap, just real quick on this, I have a feeling those Masters badges, which are unbelievably coveted and as difficult to get as any uh, ticket in, in in sports, quite honestly, with the way Tiger's playing, with the fact that Phil has won a tournament within the last month, Rory McIlroy's coming around, that is going to be a tough, tough badge to secure if you're just wanting to go for a couple of days. Yeah, I I didn't have any in to be able to get one, and then a friend of mine who's big in the corporate world is taking eight clients to the Masters. It's like a huge, huge group of clients he has. And he called me and said, hey, I got one more badge. Will you come along and talk sports with these guys? They're all sports people. I'm like, I'm in. Done. So flying down there on Friday, we'll be at the tournament Saturday, Sunday, and I fly back Sunday night. So it'll be pretty cool. Well, we're winding our way through spring training, getting ready for the start of the regular season with it. Uh, the Cubs will be on the road at the beginning. Will Wrigley be ready? What's the latest on the renovations, and, and will everything be completed by the first home date there at Wrigley Field? Yeah, they're telling us. I talked to Crane Kenny, the Cubs' great business president, and he said we will be full steam ahead, ready to roll on April the 9th, that Monday, uh, when they open up. So it'll be cool. It'll be neat to see the Cubs back at work. And I can't believe next Friday starts the season. They open with 10 on the road. And, you you know, you say, wow, 10 straight on the road. That's pretty daunting. But you also get Miami, which is not trying to win. Doesn't mean they can't win those games. But they're not trying to be a champion this year. They broke their team up 
Then you get the Reds for three. So four in Miami, three. And then uh, I believe they've got – no, two in uh, – go Miami, four, two Cincinnati, and then four in Milwaukee. So you know, those first ten games, you're going to find out a lot about your team right off the get-go. Cap, is there any truth to the uh, – the, the, I think it was a Twitter rumor at some point that Milwaukee, that the Brewers are making it hard for Cubs fans to snap up those tickets at Miller Park this year. Did you see that? That's true. Yep, 100% true. And so my wife likes to go with our kids to those games. And you know, normally I can buy through the Cubs, but you know they don't have an unlimited supply. So we've always pretty much gone online and bought them you know, through the Brewers. Well, our address is obviously an Illinois address, and it was much more difficult to try and accomplish that. I have a friend who lives in Wisconsin, so he was able to purchase the tickets for me. So there's ways around it. But I get what the Brewers are doing. Look, we call it Wrigley North for a reason. There's right. a whole lot of Cubs fans up there. And if you're trying to win, and Milwaukee is, mm-hmm. they want their fans to be there. I get it. I understand. I make fun of it. I am, it amuses me. But I understand why they're doing it. Brewers uh, made moves. Yelich in there. Kane in there to help out the outfield. Still feels like they're light in terms of the starting rotation, but... Do the Brewers continue their ascent that we saw from a year ago? Or a lot of times we'll see those young teams maybe take a small step back. Where's your expectation level with Milwaukee in that race this year? I think it's a really good team, but I'm with you. I think that they're a starting pitcher short. Now, if they had Jimmy Nelson, who I think is really, really yes. outstanding, then it's a different team. But Jimmy Nelson went down with a shoulder injury, and as you know, I think we've all seen, I know I have for a long time, Shoulder injuries do not rebound always as easily as elbow injuries. Elbow is like a broken leg. You get it done, get it fixed, and you're good. Shoulders seem to be more of a crapshoot. So, you know, maybe he comes back late May, early June, and they feel like he'll be okay. I just, I'd be real leery. If you're trying to win, you needed another starter. Now, they may be looking internally. And saying, look, we know the window on the Cubs right now is wide open. They're all in with Darvish. If, even if we go out and spend $60 million on this guy or $50 million on Alex Cobb, it's probably not going to be enough to push us over the top. They'll never say that pub- publicly. But as an executive, you admit to yourself certain things. And you're like, I'm not going to the boss and asking to exceed the budget when I don't think it's going to be enough to push us where we want to go. So. We'll see how it all works out. You know, they could wake up again in July in first place, and you go, all right, we're in first place or we're leading in the wild card. Why don't we go out and make a move now? So why do it today? Interesting. Cappy, I'm going to lead you back to Arizona and kind of let you take it from there. What were a couple of your takeaways from the time that you spent uh, watching the Cubs as they prepare for the season? Uh, My takeaway from watching the Cubs is if they stay healthy, and that's, you know, Look, we just saw Justin Turner go down. I've seen guys from the White Sox go down. It happens. You can lose Chris Bryant in an instant. He almost got knocked out for a long period last year, diving back into third. He rolled his ankle at another point. All it takes is one awful break, and it changes the course of your season. If, big if, if the Cubs stay healthy, for me that's a 98-105 to win team that is as good as anybody in baseball. That's how deep and talented that team is. But, again, you could wake up in July feeling like we're rolling, and in a week you lose two starting pitchers, and you go, oh, God, where are we going now? So we'll play it by ear, see how it goes. But this is, for me, this is the most talented team they've had in the last, God, 
last 20 years. Wow. And it felt like last year it just... That hangover resonated throughout the whole year, uh, at least till we got deeper into probably August before it felt like they rounded into form. Now, after missing out a World Series a year ago, it's got to be just a, a renewed sense of, of confidence and, and knowing that, hey, we got to put our best foot forward here. There's no wait until August to try to jumpstart this thing. No, you've you got to get going here from the get-go. You can't go into Miami with that team playing what is essentially a minor league team mm-hmm. and walk out of there 2-2, two and 1-3, 0-4. Two, oh That's one where you should take all four. You would walk out of there three out of four and go, okay, we're all right. Anything less than that, and I think you're going to be wildly disappointed. Then you get a Cincinnati team, which has talent, but, again, the Cubs are all in. They're at and, what, $186 million payroll. The Reds are not trying to win yet. Those are games you have to get off to a great start and find a way to win. You play them one batter, one pitch, one out at a time, but you're kidding yourself if you don't think those guys are thinking about a fast start. Mm. Cap, we'll spend a couple more minutes with you. We'll let you get back to vacation. The team's heading north to Fort Myers uh, in, a, in, a, in a couple of days. They've got a couple of games with the Red Sox uh, before the regular season starts. What is Joe Madden still wrestling, wrestling with as far as this lineup? What questions are still out there, if any, Cap? Uh, I mean, do you keep Chris Jimenez or do you put Victor Caratini there? I think Caratini goes to the minors. Jimenez is your backup catcher because you have a starter in Contreras who can play 130, 135 games, which is a lot. Plus, he can DH in interleague. He can give you time at first or in the outfield. You want his bat in the lineup as much as you can. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Caratini has options left. So that's one question. Two, are you keeping Peter Borjos as a fifth outfielder? Speed. He gives you gold glove caliber defense, not great offensively, regardless of how he's hitting spring training. Some of that you're facing pitchers that are not going to be in big league camps much longer. So those are two questions, and they're probably one bullpen spot because Strope's been injured, hasn't been back yet with a calf injury. He's just starting to come back now. So is he going to open the season on their active roster? Is he going to be at extended spring? So those are a few questions. But, you know, you, uh, barring, a, God forbid, a catastrophic injury, you know that you're going to have Contreras, Rizzo, Baez, Russell, Ryan, Schwarber, Almora, Hayward, Hap. Mm. I mean, that's a pretty talented eight, nine guys that you're going to run out every single day. Uh, Cap, for us here, out of sight, out of mind, the Chicago Bulls is their race to the bottom continues. How's the taking going for the uh, Hoybergs? Uh, the, the tanking is going okay. You know, they've won some games that they shouldn't have won. Now, yesterday, or was it two days ago? Two days ago, they lost in New York to the Knicks. That was an important loss. They've got Denver tonight. You cannot find a way with these guys banged up to win tonight. You have got to make sure you lose. Uh, they had a game a week or two ago that Zach Levine had a shot late, and they came back from down to Dallas and won the game later, down to Memphis, won the game late. You can't win those games. <laughs> and I, I understand what are you telling the players to tank? No, t- players and coaches don't tank. Front offices do. Players and coaches simply go out and try and win every game they possibly can. But what I'm telling you is management has to say to Fred Hoiberg, hey, dude, you're not going anywhere. You're our guy. We're paying you $5 million a year. If you get down in the final minute and you're losing and now you get the ball back with a chance to win, I want to see campaign in that situation with the ball. I want Felicio taking that shot. If he makes it, he makes it. But I'm certainly not going to put my best guys there to 
try and find a victory. So, oh, we, we finished seventh instead of sixth. I want the highest possible pick I can get. No doubt about it. Great stuff, Cap. Enjoy the rest of your vacation. Thank you for doing this for us. Anytime. Back on Saturday. You need anything, just call me. All right, pal. We do. We will. Thank you, bud. David Kaplan joining us. Uh, NBC Sports Chicago, ESPN 1000. Glad to have him. Lucky to have him year-round, but specifically starting next week because the Cubs are going to move the needle on this program yeah. throughout the summer months. They're going to be so good, Trent. So, so this good. is going to be your first uh, summer in this time slot. It is. Yeah, that's true. So we're going to get the beginning of games. We're going to mm-hmm. be... Probably previewing a lot way, of the one o'clock starts. The absolute best times uh, time slot in radio. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Don't have to fight rush hour. Don't nope. have to get up in the morning. Nope. Hello to everybody on your lunch break. Yeah. Paid my dues and I, yes, you know, I deserve yeah. this spot. Absolutely, absolutely. It's very good. No, I'm, I'm excited. We're to gonna be, have fun. No, absolutely. We, get, we both love baseball. Then that that TV that we've been promised yeah. needs to get in here. They, they got two weeks. I'm putting them on the clock. And then you'll be able to get through yes. your. I mean, I think I could, too, but I just refused you could. to sign up, Yes, even though it's free. You still don't have an app on your phone? No. Will you ever? I hope not. Twitter? Nope. Why not? Uh, the goal is to get through life with no apps. <laughs> no apps. <laughs> sure, that's my I told you the greatness of the March Madness app. But you you got, did, yeah. You, you did. never leave home, though. You no. Know, that, that's, that's the other thing. Right. You're not exactly the most mobile person <laughs> after your work day is over. And glad to be in that spot. We'll take a timeout. Mark Morehouse, we know where we can find him. Better yet, you know where you can find him. He's going to be right here with us when we come back. Talking Hawkeye football with Mark. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I until 2 on 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hey, honey, I'm going to the chicken coop to watch the tournament. Whoa, wait a minute. Our team didn't make the tournament. Yeah, but, you know, my second favorite team did. Oh, really? And who's that? Um, um, the... Let me guess. You're in a pool again, aren't you? A couple of them. Yeah, gotta go. Bye. It's tournament time, baby. No need to flip channels to watch the game. The Chicken Coop has all the games from every network on every TV. The Chicken Coop, serious about food, serious about the tournament. On March 31st, more than 300 riders on horseback from across the state of Iowa will deliver donations to Easter Seals Camp Sunnyside in Des Moines. In the 50-year history, the group has donated more than $10 million to support Easter Seals Iowa and Camp Sunnyside. The community is invited to welcome the riders into Camp Sunnyside at 3 p.m. on the 31st of March. Easter Seals Iowa provides exceptional service to ensure all people with disabilities or special needs and their families have equal opportunity to live, learn, work, and play in their communities. For more information on Easter Seals Iowa or on the Pony Express ride, visit www.easterseelsia.org. A list of things that will let you down today. Your alarm clock, C-store coffee, public transportation, the office elevator, the sandwich you packed for lunch, the fifth floor printer, your cell phone battery, the shoelace you swore you double-knotted, your hard drive, your backup hard drive, and, of course, the weather. Brighten your day with something you can actually count on. GoToMeeting is the easy-to-use collaborative meeting tool that 18 million monthly users trust to help them get work done. To learn more about how you can meet better, 
Visit GoToMeeting.com. Walgreens has good news for anyone managing diabetes. We've got your back. That's right. Walgreens pharmacists are here to consult with you in person and answer any questions you may have about new and existing medications. You can even get free advice from our trusted experts day and night at Walgreens.com or the mobile app. Walgreens has all major brands of diabetes testing supplies like AccuCheck and Walgreens Dreametrics. That's not just good news, it's great news. Stop by and talk to your Walgreens pharmacist today. Walgreens, trusted since 1901. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at therookiesportscards.com. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Join the American Lung Association's Fight for Air Climb in downtown Des Moines on April 8th to help fight lung disease. Register today at fightforiowaclimb.org or call 515-309-9507. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at MRExecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. 
All right, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent and I with you until 2. In the 1 o'clock hour, we're going to talk some Bears. Jeff Hughes, thebearsblog.com, and Shelby Mast back inside the brackets, bracketwag.com. You can read Shelby at USA Today. You can read Mark Morehouse at Cedar Rapids Gazette, thegazette.com backslash sports. He joins us. Kirk Ferentz, the curtain has gone up on spring football at the University of Iowa. How are you, Mark Morehouse? Hey, Ken, how are you? You sound like you're in a different space today. Uh, as far as a good mood kind of thing, you mean, or just... No, no, it sounds like you're, it sounds like you're broadcasting from somewhere. No, I'm sitting here right beside Trent yeah. Condon. Now, last night I was curled up in a fetal position when Line A couldn't get off the ice uh, as he took a <laughs> shot in the ankle, but I've, I've recovered. Missed that. Yeah, I, I missed that. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, it wasn't good. I hope he's okay. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> Trust me, because I think this is going to be a special year. Anyways. He is fun to watch. Isn't he something? My God, he's 19 years old and so much ahead of him. Um, you know, let me start with what Trent and I were tossing this around, trying to figure out eligibility for a mod. Wagner, and should he stay at the University of Iowa and decide to play football for Coach Ferentz, assuming there's a spot for him, we've both seen that he would have two years of eligibility should he stay, but if he leaves, you've got to sit out the red shirt and only get one. That, to me, adds up to five years of college. Does it not if he stays at Iowa? What am I missing, Mark? Uh, I think you nailed it down. Um, if he stays at Iowa, he has two years to play football. And uh, two years at an FCS school if he wants to play football. And then uh, if he wants to transfer, yes, he does have to set out. You guys have the facts correct. Now, what's the smartest decision? What's the decision he makes? What's the path he sees for him? Does Iowa, I thought, Ken, you, you said it perfectly. Does Iowa have a scholarship for him? Wow. It's, getting late. it's getting late in the game for that. And there's probably a walk on, let's say, oh, Miguel Bersinos already has one. Um, uh, Nick Easley already has one. If Ooh, I'm trying to think of a. I can't think of a good walk-on example. Let's say uh, Colton Rassetter. This is the punter, and I know you're going to get emails on that one. I'm just going to say it. So Colton Rassetter, say he got it, and uh, uh, say he's kind of waiting for a scholarship, doesn't get it, goes to Abman Wagner. Oh, you're going to create some, a little bit of uh, you know, feelings, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everybody understands they're trying to win, and uh, you know. I don't want to make any assumptions with what kind of football player uh, Amon Wagner is. Let's, he did it on a whim. Not, maybe not on a whim, but he did it briefly in high school. He doesn't have a long resume. And that's going to be a lot of fixing, a lot of catching up to do. Still, though, <laughs> that tall, down the seam, that athletic, mm. uh, Iowa would be smart to find a place for him. And I think they would. Uh, it's just a matter of, you know, what, what, what does Amon see for himself? Where does he see himself going? Does, and from everything I've heard so far, it sounds like, you know, it's favorable that he stays at Iowa, but I don't know that for sure, and things can change. You know, basically, this is a new world of recruiting for him, and uh, that maybe after four years or three years at Iowa, he probably doesn't want to have any more recruiting, but maybe he does, and maybe he gets a romance somewhere else. So it's just, it's confusing that it's always, you get four years to play, and redshirt in there, and yeah, injuries can get six, those kind of things, but so he'll be able to play college athletics over five seasons. That that's the part that I'm just struggling to comprehend. How does the rule? How how does it state that? I don't know. Uh, I don't have the rule in front of me, and, and I, I I don't have that one memorized. But <laughs> but uh, but I hear what you're saying, and it's to me. I think the differentiate the differentiator there would be two different athletic competitions. Mm-hmm. I mean. 
Uh, maybe there's a different clock. Obviously, there's a different clock for football. There's a different clock for basketball. So it probably, uh, that's probably how that math works out as far as years he has left. Mark Morehouse, Cedar Rapids Gazette is our guest. Mark, the depth chart in a second. I thought the most, uh, the, the one Ferentz quote uh, that uh, resonated with me maybe more than the others when he was talking about Brandon Smith and talked about him, and I'm paraphrasing, spending more time, uh, or spending less time, rather, uh, on his cell phone. Message sent. Actually, it was Amir Smith-Marset. Beg your pardon. And, uh, yeah, and, I, and I, uh, I, I asked that question because I I'm on Instagram, and I see Amir Smith-Marset there a lot. And and I didn't even make this connection, but, you know, Farron says that right away yesterday, and I'm thinking, well, maybe there's a connection between uh, uh, attention span and phone and learning what you need to do and be in, in to, play, to play football at Iowa and all that stuff. Uh, I, to me, uh, I think Amir Smith-Marset brings to Iowa's offense something that it desperately needs. Sure does. So you have to you have to make it a, you have to make it so he can make it to the field and thrive. And I think that's what I was concentrating on now. I mean, last year, when it went wrong for Amir Smith-Marset, it went wrong badly. And they, I think, to me, they want to miss those big blow-ups because I really do think, um, just a, you know, that first semester a kid is in, uh, I think that's when he's probably the most vulnerable as far as grades go because, you know, they're starting, they're getting into college and they're learning and they're getting, you know, football's taking up this X amount of time and then school takes up this X amount of time. And I think they have to learn that. I think there's a huge value in keeping Amir Smith-Marset on the right path because Iowa needs him, and you guys have seen it. Trent, you're, you're waiting to jump in. I can feel it because you know, you know that how badly Iowa needs Amir Smith-Marset. When Ferris says something like that, Ken is right. Message sent. We'll, we'll, I guess we'll know if it's received this fall. Yeah, so yes. we will. So uh, Davion Nixon will not be part of the plans this fall, a guy that I'm sure you have – uh, put down a lot of words uh, on the old uh, computer throughout the, well, year and a half, I guess, that he's been a part or signed with the Iowa program. Alabama came after him when he was at Iowa Western last year, though maybe they shouldn't have been going after him. Explain to us the academic redshirt year. What what does that exactly mean? Well, it sounds like he's ineligible, and so that uh, that kind of takes care of the, it's an academic redshirt year because Ferentz calls it that, but it's also an academic ineligibility because mm-hmm. that's what it is. And so he's, you know, if there's a way to get him to the field for 2018, I'm sure Iowa would do it. Uh, but also, longer run. Um, you know, Ferris did talk about yesterday. He doesn't go into total detail because it's, you can't with academics. Mm-hmm. But when he says, guys, you know, we get film, guys show up, and you don't exactly know what you're getting. And, he, and he's talking about Damian Nixon with this. And with him, he's obviously talking about academics. You don't know where you know, a kid is academically exactly. You don't know how he learns. You don't know a lot of those details until you get him in and he's actually in your program. So now he's at Iowa's, in Iowa's program. Will he stay? You know, I, I imagine this is something that this is a, a, a scenario that they've discussed, and I think everything these parents, you know, made it seem like everything was cool yesterday. Uh, does he stay? Does he? Is, is he serious about getting his degree? I think both of those questions we'll know the answer to in the fall, or maybe maybe not even the fall. Who knows? But uh, to me, I think staying and being a good college student would be smart. It just seems like a good bet. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's going on with Tokes Akrinabade? And I've, I've butchered his name since he signed with Iowa. We'll just call right. him Tokes. <laughs> There's something there, I think, Mark, and and, and it, it seems like it's um, not sinister. 
Um, some, something's no, going he, on that we don't know, I, I, I feel. He had, a, he had a serious surgery, and the family is not comfortable with that information going out. So it does not – it, it uh, won't sign a release to allow the University of Iowa to uh, put that info out. So we don't – you know, he, he had a serious uh, surgery, um, and that's how it stands. Mm-hmm. Um, the day-by-day process, to me, I, I – I, just knowing the little bit I know, I don't think you'll see, you'll see him playing football again, but that's just me, and I, I, I think that's probably a question that will be answered probably fairly soon, whether or not he can return. All right. Well, the running back position, uh, Keyshawn Bryant, a guy that coming off an injury last year as he redshirted, didn't get a whole lot, so I lost a bunch of weight. Any conversation about Bryant, maybe the third guy in the pecking order after IKM and after Torin Young next year at the running back spot? Just the He's a body, and they need a body. And right now they are kind of fishing for bodies at running back, and, and, and you brought up a good one. Uh, they, they, uh, that's really, to me, one of the biggest question marks on the team is, is running back, and uh, there's nobody who's got a lot of experience. Uh, Brian, last year, the, I saw Brian on the, I want to say the first or second day of camp, first week of camp, he has his shoulder. He was wearing one of those shoulder harness things. You could tell he'd done something terrible to his shoulder, so basically knocked him out of the season. Did that cause him to lose the weight? I, I think that probably he was a little bit overweight, or maybe weighed in with a uh, holding a twenty-five pound weight back in the day. But uh, that could be a correction. That could be a lot of things. I, I think uh, it'll be interesting to see what he brings to the table because we've, you know, we've we've not seen him even run the ball at Iowa. So. Uh, it, just, I think getting the box open with him would be an interesting thing to see. Hmm. So we don't miss anything that uh, Mark that uh, you came away with. Uh, kind of give us, um, you know, what what were your biggest takeaways that we haven't addressed uh, from yesterday's media event? Um, well, uh, I thought it was interesting that that uh, Ferentz brought up the fact that um, that linebacker safety thing isn't dead. It's something I was still considering. It probably doesn't get off the ground much this spring. Because uh, Brandon Snyder is hurt, one of those, yeah. would be a candidate for one of those spots, and he is hurt. Uh, that leaves Jake Gervais, who's probably the other candidate for a, a spot like that. Uh, he's running free safety, so probably won't get a look at that. But I do think it's interesting that that seems like it's something that's really on the board with the coaching staff. So they are you know, that is something uh, you have to look out for. Um, I don't know what a, I don't think it's probably a big deal that Alaric Jackson and uh, Tristan Wirfs flip sides, uh, right tackle, left tackle. Um, I think it's probably encouraging. Probably says that Warps is a little better athlete, and uh, kind of just scratching the surface on him last year. Going to get to know a lot about him in the, in the next three, two, probably two, maybe three years. I'm not going to go that direction yet. But uh, I thought that was interesting. I, it doesn't really matter to them um, who plays left, who plays right, as long as they block. I asked Ferris about uh, what makes a Mike linebacker, what makes a Will linebacker, uh, and I think that'll be an interesting spot. I think a lot of people. I'm going to predict that a lot of people will complain if. Christian Welsh ends up winning the job, and if Aaron Menz and or uh, Imani Jones end up on the bench, because that's that's been a trigger, and we saw that a little bit yesterday when uh, I think uh, Parker Hesse was listed as a starter ahead of AJ Epinesa. Yeah, I saw that. The, the social media fear over that one. Yeah. <laughs> it's like people don't even watch their own team. Right. Guys, last year Iowa played nine defensive linemen. Right. It does not matter who starts. It just doesn't matter. So. I don't kind of walk past that one and go, okay, yeah, he's probably going to get 50 snaps still a game. 
Fill us in on a couple of gaps on that depth chart, a couple of new names. Kyle Gronwig, a guy that it sounds like is going to be maybe a big part of the return plans. And then Dallas Jacobus, uh, that was a new name for me. Yeah, he's a walk-on from uh, Cedar Rapids Kennedy. He was Cedar, Cedar Rapids Kennedy had a pretty good run in football a few years ago. Yep. Uh, Sean Beyer was one of those guys. He's a backup tight end, listed as a backup tight end behind Noah Fant in this team. And Dallas Jacobus was in there. He's probably their best lineman of that group. And uh, shortish, he's like you know, he's like any sort of Iowa offensive defensive tackle. Short guy, six footish, six one-ish, and uh, work workaholic plugger. Uh, maybe he can be something. I think right now probably just step. But uh, Kyle Gronaweg, I think it's interesting in that I, I, the only reason why I even brought him up yesterday was because uh, last year at this time. Nick Easley was number two in the depth chart. Mm-hmm. Everybody was wondering, oh, who's this walk-on kid from Iowa Western? Well, he came. He caught 51 passes, led the Hawkeyes in receptions and and, uh, and receiving yards with four other touchdowns. Uh, so guys like that, I'm going to pay a little more attention to than I did last year. Um, going away, it looks like probably the big value is uh, return return yardage, and Iowa has a job opening there. I get ready for, to be angry when this guy comes in and steals potatoes off your your favorite potential <laughs> wide receiver's plate because that's going to happen. We've seen it happen with Riley McCarron. We've seen it happen with Nick Easley. It's going to happen with this kid. I can feel it. Interesting. Mark, uh, condolences to the Blackhawks. We will talk to you. Uh, you had a hell of a run. You had a hell of a run, that team. You really did. It was uh, Cub season. It is Cub season, no doubt about it. Bears around the corner, too. Hey, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Mark Morehouse. You bet. Take care, you guys. Good to talk to you. Mark Morehouse, Cedar Rapids Gazette, thegazette.com backslash sports. Um, They didn't have a chance to see Nate Stanley. I'm looking forward to being able to talk to one of our reporters, if Mm -hmm. you will, our guests, uh, our Nate Stanley. I want to see, because Stanley's a big dude. He is. He uh, shrunk an inch, though, in the updated roster. Oh, he did. He's down to 6'4". Concerning? I I mean, we could do a segment on that. He's down to 6'4". Some radio shows probably would. Well, don't put it past us. Got a long June's coming up. <laughs> yeah, the, the search for the Nate missing Nate Stanley uh, inch. Um, so yeah, he was six five last year. Yeah, six and, four two thirty five. Well, the papers got him. What about uh, six four two forty two two forty two? Shrunk an inch, mm-hmm. gained eight pounds. Sounds like me. Have they figured out the punting position? <laughs> yeah, really, no. sounds like you. No. But that was the, such a, a glaring weakness last year. Gersande was hurt last year. People forget that. He was Okay, so he don't got give a up shot. On it. Yeah. He got hurt. Leg strength. That I think that's the guy they want to win it. Yeah. Raster, you know when he was at his best? The rugby. 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 I mean, because he was abysmal when he would yes, just stand yeah. there and try and do and try and put. But when he would run around a little bit, actually, it was effective. Uh, we'll be back with the 1 o'clock hour. We hope you can join us as well. If you miss any part of the show or want to listen to it again, uh, com. Click the podcast link. They'll be up within oh, an hour or so of the show's conclusion. 1 o'clock hour is next. Trent and I until 2 on 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on The Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. If you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to keep good records. We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammon, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Bookkeeping, payroll, sales tax reporting, as well as income taxes, everything you need to be successful in running your business. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. You do what you do best. And let us do the rest. Visit 
AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services, located in West Des Moines. Hi, I'm Baron Geiger, president of Caring Hands in Altoona. Is winter wearing on you? Are you ready for the sights and smells of spring? Do you enjoy walking or running and like the idea of meeting the needs of others in your community? If so, we've got a great opportunity for you. On April 7th, Caring Hands Food Pantry and Clothes Closet will be hosting its annual Springtime Hill Climb 5K, 10K race. Starting in Doan's Park, the Springtime Hill Climb lets you breathe in the fresh air as you walk or run down the beautiful streets and trails of Pleasant Hill. The Springtime Hill Climb is for everyone, whether you're a new runner looking for a challenging 5K, a long-distance runner looking for a 10K training challenge to prepare for other races coming up, or just want to enjoy a walk through the community to support our fight against hunger here in Polk County. What do you think? Interested in registering for the race or being one of our many local sponsors? Just go to our website, www.caringhands.org. We'll see you on April 7th. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. Baseball. Is there another professional sport that brings out as much passion and as many memories in their fans? Kevin the Flag Guy here. We love baseball at Heartland Flags. Go Reds. We know what the flag means, and so do you. The classic pinstripes, the simple W, or the iconic throwback logos of your favorite team. Baseball is back, and it's time to fly your favorite team's flag. Shop in-store, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or online at heartlandflags.com. The 4 for 4 from Wendy's has a lot of fans because it's a deal that gives you a sandwich plus four nuggets, a small fry, and drink, all for just $4. But now the 4 for 4 has more variety than ever with eight sandwich choices. I'm loyal to the double stack. I'm Junior Baking Cheeseburger through and through. I pledge myself to the crispy chicken sandwich. I'm loyal to my hunger. Whether you're loyal to one sandwich or all eight, the Wendy's 4 for 4 has a sandwich for you. So try them all and pick your favorite. Now that's deliciously different. At participating Wendy's for a limited time. Offer not valid in Alaska and Hawaii. Join Macy's and make good sense to round up, give back, and help support your local food banks. Here's how it works. Shop any Macy's store, round up your purchase, and donate your extra change up to 99 cents in support of Macy's Bag Hunger. Your donation will go to your store's local food bank and help feed families in your community. Round up your in-store purchase and make good sense and help bag hunger today at your local Macy's. Learn how you can help at macys.com slash Gives. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web 